Welcome to Demogranomics, your insight to the powerful surprises ahead for the US economy. Demogranomics, where people make markets. And now, here is Mike Williams. Hello there and welcome back to the podcast. Mike Williams here and today's episode is called A Character Shift. Listen, obviously we're talking about market reaction to uh, the Fed minutes and the newest perception that, uh, oh my gosh, we might get a quarter point rate hike in June. Look, the big houses on the street are all chiming in with thoughts on the latest chamber of doom. It's called the upcoming, quote, summer of discontent. Seems there's a growing perception that this summer will be somehow different than any other summer. Bank of America, Merle Lynch, has called it the summer of shock. Is there no end to this need for attention-grabbing headlines? I've, I've lived through 34 of these summers in this business. Most of them had a dreaded summer swoon, and most of those ended up being the low point of those years. I'm still amazed the press has not yet picked up on that aspect of these summer shocks. It's a tiny artifact, I suspect, but boy, would it be helpful if people realized it. It's easy to forget this in all the chatter, but elephants don't bite you on the ass. The stuff that is really scary hits you when you're in the middle of traffic trying to read a text, bumper to bumper on a Tuesday afternoon. Besides, while harping on the summer of shock, Bank of America notes the consistent selling in equities by the crowd That meshes with all the latest sentiment surveys we've been updating you on in these podcasts after a brief and perfectly normal churn during earnings season. Net-net, it's clear. The investor audience dislikes equities with a passion. They still love bonds, and they have been selling in May. They are prepared for the terrible things that we're told that await us. That's great news, by the way, given the horrible record these repetitive actions have created over decades of time. Here's some highlights from the Bank of America, quote, summer of shock could be in store article. Investors pulled $5.8 billion from equity funds over the past week alone. They pumped that same amount into fixed income and precious metals. There you go. The two fear trades. For bond funds, well, they've seen net inflows for 11 of the past 12 weeks. This week's inflows, oddly enough, came alongside, as they say, a considerably more hawkish Fed, really, which is now all but promised a rate hike in June, barring a material dip in the economic data. Really? Have they promised that? See, I don't, I don't remember them promising, but hey, it makes for good articles. They say that things could be setting up for a summer of shock, noting the Fed's hawkish turn came as European, Japanese, and Chinese central banks signaled a more near-term stimulus would be coming from them. No profits, no policy stimulus, and less bearish positioning. We remain risk-cautious, BAML says. They are buyers of gold on dips. Really. What has gold accomplished for anyone over the years? Remember, we, 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 we covered, sorry, not recovered, we covered the latest bullish sentiment readings at 19.3% in 
your last podcast. Call it what you will. Excuse it away if you must. But in the end, readings even remotely close to this level have ended well a year or two later for investors willing to look beyond the doom. Speaking of doom, note the character shift we've covered in the last 48 hours. So much ink and emotion has been wasted on the next rate hike, or any rate hike for that matter. It's vital we help clients understand the subtle shifts that are unfolding. We've long noted a raise and get it over with already feeling on the topic. I'm also on record for having stated the world will not end after a few rate hikes. Instead, it will likely lead to better things for the U.S. Once the masses accept the idea that our economy can accommodate higher rates, then some of that $8.3 trillion sitting in bank accounts doing nothing for the holder or the U.S. economy will unlock itself and the fear of the future might subside. This is all unfolding even as the sector of our economy, which triggered the last apocalypse, obviously housing, continues to improve and has once again topped estimates. Existing home sales in April were up 1.7% year over year. That's about 20% more than they thought. They expected a 1.4%. So it was 5.45 million homes on an annualized basis. Back to the character shift. I want to tell you, rather than show you a chart I'm staring at, I want to just tell you that the minutes came out at 2 o'clock Eastern time two days ago. The stock market is basically where it was five minutes beforehand already. Yes, it sold off. Sold off pretty well, about 200 points. Sold off again the next morning, just as we thought it would. And guess what? It's right back to basically where it was five minutes before the Fed minutes. The working public went home the evening before last, read all the horrible news about the summer of doom now with a slim chance of an apocalyptic 25 basis point rate hike somewhere on the horizon and promptly called their brokers yesterday morning to sell. Then, the market spent the rest of the time moving right back to where we started, just prior to the minutes. I call that an interesting breadcrumb. In my terms, I call it a character shift. Six months ago, had you released the very same news, and we did, by the way, the market did not elicit the same result. I could go out further, suggesting we take that into the larger picture doing so likely shows us the market is slowly beginning to accept that interest rate hikes won't crater society. Now that, my friends, is a shift. A character shift. So pray for a summer swoon and be pre prepared to use it for your long-term benefit. I say it again. Pray for a summer swoon. A very surprising wave of strength in the U.S. economy is percolating under the shadows of all this noise. Let's patiently stay focused on long-term demographics. Count people, not money. While too many others get lost in the near-term economic fears and angst driven by the headlines. 
a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, ten years from now, we won't remember all these fears. And indeed, there will be new ones. But markets will be higher, steadily trekking up the same mountain they do for our entire lives as investors. Hope these thoughts have been helpful. Until we see you gladly again on the next episode, may your journey be grand and your legacy significant.